Welcome to Evolving Still, the podcast. My name is Ebony, and I'm the founder of Evolving Still, a lifestyle brand dedicated to changing the conversation around mental health and helping others become the best version of themselves. The purpose of this podcast is to prioritize mental health in our everyday conversations. In each episode, we seek to gain perspective, extend grace, and equip ourselves with the necessary tools for this journey. Essentially, our goal is to evolve still. Welcome to the seventh episode of Evolving Still, the podcast. This episode, I'm going to do something I haven't done since the very first episode, which is start us off with a story. So we're going to go back to high school senior year. Me and my best friend was like really in the grind mode, okay? We were Michael in the flu, Kobe in the fourth, (laughs) all of that. (laughs) So this year was so big and this story is something that I cherish so much because I got to experience and learn so much from Fatu, who is my best friend. So this is the year Fatu really, really, really wanted to go to a school in D.C. We're not going to say the name because they out here acting foolish. (laughs) Okay, so we're not going to say the name. But y'all know. Y'all already know where she wanted to go. So she really, really wanted to go to this school. And she just kept saying, like, I'm going here. Like, I'm going here. I'm walking by faith. Like, literally every single day, every conversation anybody had with this girl, she was like, I'm going. You already know where I'm going. I'm walking by faith. Like, it's getting done, okay? (laughs) And she really had to make some tough choices and tough decisions for a 17-year-old to make. And so beforehand... We were always very studious. We always did our work, but we also loved to have fun. Like, one thing about us, we went to school six days a week at one point in time. (laughs) And on Saturday while we was at school (laughs) in them college classes, okay, you better believe we Mm -hmm. was taking our break to figure out the after moves, Mm -hmm. okay? We had the plans. Mm -hmm. And so... But at 17, we still were very much so like, all right, we're going to get our stuff done, but we're we're the fun at mm-hmm. And she had to make some tough decisions because to get what she wanted, right? Like, she kept saying, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm walking by faith. And she had to make decisions like dance or midnight golf. Midnight golf will get her scholarships and connect her with people and all this great stuff. Dance is something that she's passionate about, something that she loved doing, something her friends were doing. And she had to make a very hard decision and say, I can't do both. I have to pick one. And she used to come to my house like we had midnight golf two times a week. She would literally, we would leave school together. And this is before I was saved and I didn't and I started shutting my hair. (laughs) I used to get my hair done once a week. She used to come to the hairdresser with me every week because she was coming with me to MGP. And after that, she was coming to my house and I'll be doing my homework. Sweetie is okay. She on them scholarships every day. She was doing scholarships. She was skipping lunch to do scholarships. Like she was making it happen. And I cherish her so much because she really taught me about today's topic which is intentionality Mm. and I really really like I tell her probably once a year that this was my first um real up close experience with walking by faith and so who else to bring to you to talk about intentionality and walking by faith than Fatu Y'all, I'm over here cheesing. Just need you guys to know. I am so excited to be on the episode again today. And it's honestly crazy, like, hearing you say this story. Because I, when people talk about what happened in high school, all of these years just be seeming like a blur. So, like, it's just always interesting when, like, hearing you say, this really made, like, a huge impact on my life. Because I'm like, really? Like, I just was like... I gotta get this done. Like that's I was just like it has to get done. So like yeah, I really appreciate that. And yeah, no, Ebony was my girl. We were like just white on rice, like senior. <laughs> you couldn't tell us nothing. She didn't mention, but Men I Golf really when we were 
like right before we would go, we was also stopping at McDonald's like every oh, yes, every period. other day. Every but day. yes, I'm excited to be here. So thanks for having Ooh. me. <laughs> so I'm going to do just a quick intro question, you know, icebreaker. Mm-hmm. And this question is, what are two things you absolutely want to do in this lifetime? This is a really good question. I think that, or I know that, excuse me, two things that I really want to do. The first one is travel to every country in the world. I think y'all already know by now I love to travel and I just feel like that's just a, something I need to cross off my bucket list. It's a lady actually from Detroit who's already done it, so I'm going to probably be the next one. Um, and the second thing, I just think that I absolutely want to have a beautiful family like really have a partner and children that like who can understand me and understand like what we have to do to ensure that like our future generations will be okay so those are the two things I absolutely want yes similarly I absolutely want to have a happy healthy family like that is a big goal of mine um, and I think secondly, I would want to impact something. I don't very much something. I don't know what it is, <laughs> uh, but impact something and have a lasting, um, actual like legacy, right? Even after I'm gone, mm-hmm. I want to, I want people to be able to say, you know what? Ebony was very passionate about this and yeah. Ebony really helped or you know contributed to something yeah those are the two things that I absolutely want to do I love that I like that so let's get into some questions okay first question is what are some things you find yourself being intentional about these days I think um how I start my day all the way to how I finish my day is something that I'm very intentional about because Sometimes I just feel like if I wake up and kind of have no agenda, like that's when life is very chaotic and I'm kind of like spiraling out of control. So very intentional about planning out my day um, slash week, depending on how productive I am that week. And then I think I'm also um, very intentional about, oh yeah, this is what we're talking about, very intentional about um, how I speak to people that I love because... I don't know. It's not necessarily about uh, with how many people that I've lost with COVID, but just in general, I think that we don't ever think about, you know, this, like this love person, we could like lose them in an instant, you know? So I, I just try to be more intentional about what I'm saying to them and like hanging around them and coming home and being around people that I love. That's something that I've been more intentional about this year. Yes. I love yeah. that. I'm going to try to be intentional about how I speak to people in 2025. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for me... Lord. For me, I've been really, really intentional about what kind of day I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really into my mood calendar lately. I've been really just intentional about, you know, the things that I can or cannot control. This year has been very crazy. Same. I've had a whole lot of ups and downs and just craziness. So, um... To end the year off, I was like, you know what? I'm taking back control of life. Like, whatever, forget what everybody else is talking exactly. about. And so, one thing that I really have been doing every single day is trying to do something for me. So, one, one thing that is for me. Like, today... I took myself to lunch. Uh, well, I had therapy, so like that counts. Mm-hmm. But I also went to lunch and I just sat at a table by myself, ate my food, and yes. I was like intentionally like just yeah eating and not, you know, not being on the go. Because yeah. something that I noticed about like eating is that I always eat and like be in the car yep. driving and yep. eating. That's illegal, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Or I'll be like, watching tv and i love watching tv and eating but like sometimes i just want to like not be like doing homework or doing work and eating i just want my meal time to be like my meal as it should be and if i want to watch tv and eat like that's what i'm doing but i'm not doing anything else yeah it's a really good book by fitch nahan i'll be telling y'all about or you about this guy all the time called how to eat and he basically just talks about 
Yeah. He make, oh, yeah, yeah. He basically <laughs> just talks about, though, like, how to, like, literally focus on the thing that you're doing, yeah. essentially. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be watching TV while you're eating. You shouldn't be, like, on the... You should literally be focusing on your meals. So, yeah, yeah. that's a really good thing that you're doing. Yeah, and I love watching TV and eating. I'm, I'm not a hater of that. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Like, even that to me is me being intentional mm-hmm. because typically I'm like watching TV, eating, doing something for Evolving Steel, checking emails right. and like doing something for Messaging, school. Yeah. yeah. At the same or it's like on Instagram. 50 million things. Yeah, yeah. So just like even limiting it to like one or two things mm-hmm. um, and just spending that time doing that has been very like important to me. That's good. I like that. Um, so the second question is, do you feel like being intentional affects your platonic or romantic relationships with others? And how do you interact with people? Okay, I'm going to say yes. I feel as though when you're intentional with, I mean, I think that when you're, when excuse me, when you're intentional with platonic or romantic, it doesn't really matter. Like, that's going to affect the relationship because at the end of the day, that's a relationship. So, like, but it could go one or two ways because, like, I've noticed about myself, I can be overly, I don't want to say overly intentional, but, like, you know, sometimes you'll do something intentionally and then that might register different in somebody's head. So, say, for example, you like somebody, right, and then you go out your way to do something intentionally, that person might be thinking like, oh my God, this person's in love with me. And it's like, no, I'm actually not. I just <laughs> thought about you and I was like, hey, this would be a nice gesture, right? Yeah. So like it could go, I think sometimes one or one way or the other when you like somebody. But I think that if y'all both like each other and that you're doing intentional things, that just make y'all like each other more. Like it's just like, oh wow, like we're both feeding into each other like in a meaningful way. And that's just something that I appreciate. And I think that's the same way with friends. Like if you're feeding good energy into me intentionally, like intentionally trying to figure out when we can chat, you know, all of us are getting older. So it's getting more difficult to keep in touch with people. But if you're going out your way to be like, Hey, Fatu, I want to hang out with you on Friday at this time. Like that just makes me feel good about like you as a friend. So yeah, I think it can affect you in a very positive way. But like I said, sometimes you got those discrepancies. You know, <laughs> you, know you don't know how people be thinking of stuff. So you never know some days, you know? Um, I, yeah, I think that for me, um, being intentional definitely does affect how I interact with people. Um, I think I'm, I'm a very intentional person, yeah, like by same. nature. I don't like people wasting my time. Exactly. I'm not a really a people person. So like yeah. for you to be in my space, for you, for me and you to be interacting, whether friend, you know, platonic, romantic, whatever, um, I have to have been intentional about that right. because I'd much rather be by myself. Exactly. No, I <laughs> like, I am a people person, but I feel the same way. If you're wasting my time, like, <laughs> the, it literally frustrates me. It grinds my gears. I'm like, okay, I just I just went out my way to do all this, and you just wasted all these months and years? No. Like, we're not going to do that. And then that's when I have to... But again, like, that's when you realize as a person that's intentional, like, okay... This is somebody I don't need in my life. Or, like, this is somebody, like, I don't want to deal with that because I just gave all that energy to something that literally just went to waste. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like even in, like, especially in... Well, I don't want to say especially, but, like, in friendships, Mm -hmm. I think that's super, like... it, It affects it because in friendships... Like, romantic relationships is, like, you kind of want something from that person and the right. other person wants something from you. Like, right. there's expectation. Right. But, like, in friendships, it's, like, you... Some people look at it as, like, you shouldn't put all of that pressure on a friendship. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's, like, I don't want to hang out around you, really, if you're not feeding into me. Yeah. If you're not... Like, if you're just negative and you're just talking about people all day, mm-hmm. like... And you talking about people that like, you talking about stuff that's unrelatable to exactly. me. You know, like I'm, I'm mentally At that point, I'm tapped out. right. I'm mentally somewhere else. Yeah. And so, like, if we can't have real conversations, if we and that does that's not to say that all of my conversations are real. Like we we get yeah. the jokes off okay? exactly. But if we can't have that other side of it, it's kind of like what's the point? Yeah, I don't really want to be a friend. And people get a 
offended. They get like, really mad. They really <laughs> upset. But you, re- but it really just be like, I'm not gonna say it's a come to Jesus moment, but you like that's kind of when you sit there and be like, hmm, do I need to be friends with this person anymore? Yeah. And that's just a real question you gotta ask yourself sometimes. And I think that I think that's something that a lot of people. Um, experience in friendships over the years yeah. it's like finding yourself in a place where it's like yeah actually like mm-hmm. we're just on different levels yeah. we're different type of sisses yeah. like and that's not to say you know that you're better than someone yeah. it's just to say that you're different and like what they're interested in or what they're on is no, not what no longer on. serves you yeah. <laughs> no longer serves you. yeah my sisters has been actually talk about it more and it's interesting to see from her perspective excuse me now since she's in her 30s it's like hmm like she's showing me what it's gonna be like more as i get older in that you know aspect so yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you navigate being intentional when those around you are not so i'm gonna give you three examples and okay. like you can answer the question like generally, but also you can speak to the examples. Okay, cool. So first example is like if you are going back to romantic relationships, if you're being intentional in dating, how do you navigate that um, without coming off as pushy or at like without coming off as like like you like said, she's in love with right? Me. Like, right? No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you that. Um. You want me to just answer that one? Yeah. Okay, so I feel like in terms of that, it's like, that's, okay, I think with, and specifically with romantic relationships, it's just certain boundaries you have to create to make sure, like, it doesn't look like that or it doesn't come off like that, you know? So, like, that's just as simple as saying, like, you know, say, for example, I know that you like playing the drums, right? And then I see a journal with some drums on it. Um, <laughs> if I buy that for you and I give that to you, like, and I'm saying, oh, hey, you know, I saw this, I thought about you, so here's something for you. Again, some people may take that as da da da, but if you've already set a boundary like that, okay, y'all are dating, like, this is clearly something that, you know, could happen. If, if you see something that you like and you like somebody, you're probably gonna buy it, right? You know what I'm saying? So I just think that if y'all have that conversation to be like, this is where we're at in the relationship, then y'all, it, it's, I don't necessarily think it's going to come off as pushy. It's just going to come off as like, you like me, you you like me more, you know? Yeah. I think, so. I think I agree. I think that like when dating, right, <laughs> I think that you have to really set those boundaries. You have yeah. to be very vocal. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. You have to be very vocal because, and I think, honestly people are scared of being vocal about the things that they want or the things that they are like doing but for me i think that the the other person has like a different sort of respect for you yeah and it's also almost more attractive right like when you know what you want Mm -hmm. and you can vocalize that and you can communicate um that's that's like a plus it's like oh okay you are being intentional Mm -hmm. or like and and that also gives me or you know the person the opportunity to make a decision right like oh this person is intentional maybe i'm not in that space exactly and so then i in turn need to vocalize that and tell them and i was gonna say too though like and we didn't bring it up but people can be intentional without saying anything and like i am a vocal person i am very communicative so like when i when things happen you know i be like oh okay so that's what we're doing you know like something recently just you know happened and i was like oh all right so (laughs) I guess this is what, but you know, everybody is not like, I just can't assume that everybody's going to be like, you know, like, let's talk about it. Let's da 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 da. But that's, that's what I'm thinking immediately. But it's like, when people are doing intentional actions, think like, read that too. That's also them showing that they like you. They don't have to vocalize it. Yeah, but I think, I think you should be able to act. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've never, so I'll say this. I think that in a past, past relationships, I have been afraid to ask. Like, I used to be that person that was kind of like, I don't really want to say nothing. I used to be a little afraid to kind of speak up. Now I'm not like that anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to say whatever I feel like, (laughs) you know, because at the end of the day, why would you sit there and be uncomfortable? Like with somebody that you're dating, that just doesn't, you know, that doesn't make sense. But to that point, like I said, like, yeah, you should definitely be comfortable with 
asking, speaking on those things, but also like just realize everybody is not going to be like intentional the way you want. If they're not yeah. going to be intentional the way you're intentional. And yeah. that's something that I had to learn yeah. like over time. That's so. very true. Yeah. Okay. Next example. Mm-hmm. If you're being intentional on like how you spend your time um, yeah. and like the things that you're doing, that your goals maybe, um, and like how do you navigate though like interacting with other people that may not be on the same path as you or may not be on the same like they're yeah. not tapped in like you tapped in you might go in the flu but like yeah, they're not they're not <laughs> I think that again that's just like me just having that conversation with them because it's it can be a lot like you know especially when people that you're friends with or cool with need help from you or like need things from you and it's like you know, I feel like I'm a very, I mean, if somebody needs something, I do try to help them. But like, if I know I can't help myself in the aspect that I'm in right now, it's like, I'm not going to overcommit. So I think when it comes to intentionality, it's like, and say, for example, you're like on your grind mode, you have to make sure you don't overcommit to other people because again, you will, you will spiral out of control Yeah. when you overcommit and have to do everything else you have to do. So like, yeah, you just got to, again, set that boundary and let them know like, Hey, y'all. Not available right now. Like, I will be available in two weeks. And tell people that. Like, if you available next month, tell them you available next month. That's okay. <laughs> they they just going to say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else you can say. I think, I think a big thing about intentionality, a big thing that makes it easier is to communicate. Yes. And even if you're not that person to naturally communicate, it's something that you, it's almost worth practicing. Yeah. Because when you are being intentional, you almost have an obligation to communicate that to the people around you. Yeah. Because they may not have seen you operate in this way, right? right? They may not have seen you say, oh, I'm only doing things that make me feel good right, right now. Yeah. And if they haven't seen that, then and you just switch yeah. and you don't communicate that, yeah. then that's like almost a recipe for disaster. Exactly. And you just made me like just to think of like when it comes to being intentional, like, you know, getting into the practice and habit of doing that, but then also getting to the practice and habit of like doing things that are uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you know, everybody don't like to talk on the phone all day. Everybody don't like to text. Like, but I think that when you like somebody and you're intentional about like being with that person you don't like to text you might start texting like you're gonna start doing things because you know that's what the person likes and you want to be with that person so again like you just have to maneuver in those spaces and in those areas but like really just try to and again you have to look at it from like their perspective and your perspective like I'm not gonna go out my way to do something that I know is gonna annoy me but I'm also gonna like vocalize that to the person like if that's what it feels like yeah so yeah Okay, last example. Okay. Um, this is about being intentional with achieving your goals and, like, seeing, like, the, your vision for the future. Mm-hmm. And, like, interacting and how does that come off to your family and friends? Like, how do you kind of explain that and not come off as, like, oh, you don't have enough time for them or you don't want to hang out with them? Um, similar to kind of the story that I was saying, sharing earlier. Yeah. So I think that, um, when it comes to uh, family specifically, I do a really good job. I think at just letting them know like, Hey y'all, like this is the space that I'm in. And like, you know, this is what I have to do. So I actually have a quick story. (laughs) When I was in my last year of my master's program, um, and I love my mom and my sister. Y'all know I love y'all. Shout out to y'all. But... (laughs) I just kind of felt like it was getting a little overwhelming, like, you know, either, and we already had these discussions, but just like, you know, constantly maybe knocking on the door or constantly like little things. So of course my goofy self puts up a note on the door, like, Hey guys, like, only can you just knock if it's an emergency? Because I was really getting overwhelmed. I was like, y'all, I have classes. I'm doing client work. Like, you know, the in and out of my room, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And like my sister didn't like that. Funny enough, it wasn't really necessarily for her. I was actually, and me and my mom, again, already had these conversations. It was really for my mom. So it was just funny that, like, she felt some way. Because then I talked to her and was like, well, that actually wasn't even really for you. That was really for mommy. Um, But even in that situation, I should have just sat them down and been like, hey, y'all, can we not? Because, like, this is kind of, you know, I have to focus on school. Like, I'm literally trying to graduate in the middle of a pandemic 
virtually. Yeah. This is a lot. <laughs> so can we figure something out? You know, but yeah. So I went about it in that way. I think when it comes to friends, though, um, I've been struggling this with this with friends that live farther from me. So my friends in California or like Gabby in Japan, like it's been really difficult just trying to maneuver like sustaining not necessarily sustaining our relationship but just making sure we both do a good job at checking in with each other and talking to each other and so like you know you just have to have those conversations with your friends like like y'all like you in california it's you know what i'm saying midnight over here 9 p.m over there i'm tired i can't talk right now like we all work today eight hours so i think you just have to you gotta speak up and you have to like Say these things to your friend and be apologetic. Like, if your friend call you and you ain't answer the phone, be like, hey, sorry, I can't get to you right now. I'm going to talk to you later. Like, I don't always actually talk to them later, but I, <laughs> oh I try to. I try to. As long as you try. I think that's what's important. Yes. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, you have to try. I, I mean, but y'all, like, adulting is tiring. It is really tiring. And you really be sitting there, like, think about it. We have all these people we have to... You know, that we have to give ourselves to our yeah. family, our friends, whoever you're dating, like, your job. Like, it is Some so... Some people kids. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> Not me. Uh-uh. So, it's just like, like, you know, it's a lot. So, give yourself grace and just be apologetic and be, like, vocal. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I am naturally vocal <laughs> um, because my family just... I didn't grow up in a family that was, like, going to even pretend to read your mind or, like, and we're just not, we're not passive at all. (laughs) Like, that note, we probably would have laughed at you, like, girl, shut up. (laughs) Why would you put, like, why would you put Put that on the door? And that's very (laughs) insensitive, but, like, (laughs) that's just how we are. And it's, like, I grew up with, you know, me, my mom, my sister, so it's all very strong, yes. opinionated I women. Know, yes. And so, yeah, that would not, <laughs> that would have not been respected. No, I And understand. so I'm naturally more vocal about the things that I want and need. Mm. Um, and I think that, like, it's almost annoying um, having to explain you're busy when you're busy. Yeah. Or, like, having to explain, like, oh, I'm being intentional about this right now yeah. and, like, I can't, I don't have the capacity to accept all the other things and all the other roles everyone else wants me to play. Exactly. Um, But it's almost like you, it's something that just makes it, again, easier. I keep saying that mm-hmm. communication yeah. and intentionality almost goes hand in hand because yeah. when you have those conversations, you give people the opportunity to either respect it yeah. and um, kind of, I don't want to say transform, but like adjust or adapt right. to yeah. what where, where you, you are yeah. or not. And yeah. if they, are, they cannot adapt... You know, that's no fault of theirs, but it just shows you how you have to interact Mm -hmm. with them, right? And, like, so, especially when it comes to time, because something that I think and I find very interesting is that people are so very, like, I, like, they're just almost greedy of other people's time. No, I, yes. Yes. And, like, if you, if I don't have something on my calendar yeah. from four to five, people automatically assume that I need to talk to them. And exactly. it's like, no, 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 this is actually. <laughs> no, 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 We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I actually have, I have plans yeah. to do nothing. To do nothing. Or to sit and sulk. And that I don't even plan. have to, like, you know, Tell explain you. Exactly. that. I don't have to explain it. Exactly. I don't have, I could literally. I don't owe y'all nothing. That's why I, I don't owe nobody nothing. <laughs> what I do, though, is, like, I, talking about intentionality. Yeah. If. In my calendar, I literally put, like, breaks in my calendar. Like, mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do. If you want to go to Alta, go to Alta. <laughs> go to Alta. And if you want to stay in the bed, stay in the bed. Stay in the bed. Like, watch that Netflix show. Yes. Um, yes. And so, I think that is, that's, a, that's so interesting to navigate. Because, yeah. like, with me already naturally being so busy. Right. I'm always bound to not have time for someone. Yeah. And I had to learn and I had to accept the fact that, like, 
if I don't have time for this friend and that is enough for them to say, you know what, this is the end of our friendship or, you know, then then that's just what it has to be because I'm focused on like my main goal, my main everything that I'm trying to go after in life is very, very demanding. Right. And I have to have something left over for me. Yeah. So I'm. While I'm intentional about the things that I'm doing, the things that I want in life, I'm almost more intentional always about how I feel. Again, when I was talking about the things that I'm intentional about these days, it's all about how I feel. Like, I want to be happy. I want to be, you know, living my best life. So every single day I'm going to do something for me. No matter what everything else looks like, I'm intentionally prioritizing me. Yeah. And I had to learn how to like almost be selfish with that mm-hmm. and not and and be okay with what other people decide to yes. do with it. Yes. I'm yes, I a hundred percent agree. I I think it goes back though to knowing like who you are as a person because like how you kinda say you were very, very like your family's very vocal. My family is not very vocal. Yeah. So like that's why like you'll you'll find me like with close friends, I'm telling them everything, but with my family, I'm not really saying as much. Yeah. So then that also kind of, like, I think it definitely played a role in how I re- interacted with relationships that I was in and people I've dated because it's like I'm not always as quick to speak up for myself because I was never always as quick to speak up for myself in front of my family. But now that I'm older, like, it's like, yeah, no, like, I'm not not doing that anymore. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, I'm going to say what I want to do and what I don't want to do. But, yeah, like, you have to put yourself first, I think, in a lot of moments when you're trying to be intentional because again like people will take all that energy and time that you have for granted and we're not doing that yeah not letting that happen yeah and this actually just sparked another question that i want to ask how do you personally like balance being selfish in in those times Mm -hmm. and like still you know kind of caring about or and wanting to give whatever you have left to your loved ones your family your friends you know what i do i put a specifically with my family i'll put in our family group chat hey i'm turning my phone off for the day i'm okay i'm just turning it off for the day i don't want to be on it so i'll turn it back on at the end of the day that's literally what i do because it's like at that point like what, my mama gonna call me? Okay, the phone off. Like, you know what I'm saying? The phone is off. Like, there's nothing I can do. But also, you have to, like, really balance that because it'll be situations where, for example, y'all know mamas and parents, like, you didn't answer my phone call. But I just called you, you ain't answer my phone call. Like, we're, we're not gonna do that. So, like, you know, you gotta bring that up, too. Like, sweetie, no. Remember, remember on Wednesday at 2 p.m.? When you didn't answer. Girl, my sister. Okay, we were on that the other day. She was like, uh, you haven't answered my phone call since Saturday. It's like, yeah, like, okay, if you're going to say that to me, I can say that to you too. And you can't get mad. So, you know, like, I, you know, I, I think that those moments are always just funny, though, because it's, it's just so silly because it's like now I be feeling like the parent. Like, yeah. why am I talking to my mama like this? Like, no. But, yeah, like, you just got to set that. I just set that boundary. I just be letting them know, like, hey, y'all. I don't, I don't feel like talking today. And I'll say that. I will literally tell them, I just don't feel like talking today. So, like, I'll just sit in the group chat or something, you know? Yeah. And they be okay with it. I'm, I think I'm pretty used to being, for lack of a better word, a B word. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so, like, my fit, like, if I just have a bad attitude or if I'm, like, just trying to focus and I'm overwhelmed and I come off as, like, just yeah. being rude. Yeah. Like, I would just tell people, like, I can't, you don't want to interact with yeah, me. Yeah, like, clearly. I, I'm helping you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to avoid I'm the trying chaos. To, I'm trying to help you. Um, And so, luckily, I think my, uh, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people give me that space to do that and a lot of people like really understand that I'm busy you know Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm always that friend that I'm checking in on you Mm -hmm. if you tell me oh I want to do something next month I'm calling you yeah everything is instantly on it what you been doing that's the thing that I love (laughs) because I don't be on it I'm like wow look at her she's getting me right no and I am that friend Mm -hmm. and so if it's been months or (laughs) weeks you know a little little long haven't checked in 
just know that like I'm I really am busy. I yeah. really am dealing with, you know, and this year has been crazy. So I have had a lot of, you know, relationships, um, friendships and stuff mm-hmm. have to take more of a backseat because I've been going through right. and transitioning and like do you know, getting my goals together, getting right. myself together. Um and so like I, I do appreciate that about my friends but I was yeah. interested in hearing how you navigate that because you're a much nicer person than me <laughs> and so if I get yeah. overwhelmed I'm like bro no yeah I don't want to talk to you no like. for sure I be getting overwhelmed but like y'all I again like I really think it's just about not over committing because I over committed when it was my again the no when it was my first semester of my second year I was doing client work. So I'm over here telling people, yeah, I can write your paper. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Why would I do that? I just made myself mad. I just made myself cry. I just made myself get overwhelmed. And now I'm looking at homework that's due. My homework that's due. (laughs) But I got your paper done. Like, it's just stuff like that. It's like, no, like, be, like, be intentional with yourself before you're intentional with anybody else. Like, set that up for yourself. Be like, no, Fatu, you cannot do this. You can do this. And so, you know, communicate that to them. I come across a lot of people every single day. And, you know, we're not perfect. So, like, I do make a lot of mistakes. And so, I think that when you can also develop, like, really good relationships with people, for example, your bosses or people at your job. Like, today, I literally forgot about a call that I had today. Or, is today Thursday? Yep. Yeah. Forgot about a call that I had yesterday. And, you know, I text my bosses. They sent me a message like, you're going to hop on the call. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't log on to the laptop. I totally forgot. So sorry. They're like, it's no problem. Like, we figured. You know, it's just like you have to. Now, if I would have sat there and just didn't respond back. You know what I'm saying? That's rude. Like, why would you do that? So you just have to, like, hold yourself accountable and be intentional with yourself first before you're intentional with everybody else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question. I know that was like a that was a long. No, no, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, so have you seen a difference in your quality of life when you are being intentional versus like when you're just going with the flow and kind of like letting things? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I was just telling Ebony, just telling her the other day that I don't see how people don't have planners. Like I just cannot live. Okay, I can live without my planner, but I would be living in disarray if I live without my planner. I think like. You know, and I've done it before. It's been days and weeks when I just didn't write anything at all. However, by the end of the week, I was like, you ain't getting nothing done. Like, you didn't get anything done for real because you weren't intentional about your days. And, like, it can be overwhelming being, like, that structure. You know, I think that some people be looking at me like I'm very anal. But it's also just, like, my life has been so much better because I've been intentional about every single day. Like, I'm waking up in the morning knowing, like, what my routine is, knowing what my schedule is, knowing, like, what I want to improve on and work on. Because it also helps you keep progress. Like, it helps you keep track of everything you've been doing. Everything I have so many things written out in my planner, like, that I've accomplished. And I'm looking back like, wow, what if I just didn't write that down? I wouldn't even remember what I did three weeks ago if I didn't write that down. So, I definitely think it's made my life way better I think it's made me more focused and I think like it's prepared me to really succeed and be more successful as I get older and continue to grow yeah yeah so for me it's kind of the same thing with the mood calendar right and I'm actually working um my deadline is coming up but I'm working to make the mood calendar more um user friendly and so like it can double as more of a planner yeah and so that you can see like you can set your goals for the day and like cross those goals off because right. i think it's very important to see the things that you accomplish um and so like that's something that's super super important to me and my designer my interior designer he was <laughs> like um sweetheart but it's okay we getting this together we getting it together because you know um, the new year is right around the corner, so it sure is awkward. <laughs> but like you know, that is very, very important to me to have it more functional, make the yeah. mood calendar more functional, right? Because I I love being able to track my mood and mm-hmm. to see 
the different colors and like how you know how my weeks and how my months have gone right but to take that a step further to be able to see why my days were this that way. way yeah why like why why on Wednesday did I have a not so good day mm-hmm. and I can go and you know look at it and actually see okay I had all these goals and maybe I didn't accomplish all of them where right. I didn't, I wasn't able to like do, you know, for me, I wasn't able to do my one thing that I wanted, wanted to do to for do. myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. But I, I have been a planner. I think I've been forced to be a planner cause my mom is a planner. Yeah. So I was like, I grew up as yeah. like being very like, Oh, I have to do this, this, this. this, this. <laughs> um, yeah. and so in college that was probably like, one of my strong suits is like my planner mm-hmm. that thing was planned it out it was planned out the week like to eat you when when i say it, i was in class mm-hmm. ordering my food at panera because yeah. i needed to go pick it up i needed mm-hmm. it to be ready ready by the time because I, I needed to pick it up because i had to get i had 10 minutes 10 minutes to get to my next class you know over there and so I needed to like literally do a sna- a grab in <laughs> a grab and run listen, almost. Listen, like my calendar was planned, and that was so so helpful. Yeah. Um, because I just was juggling so much stuff. Yeah. And I found myself now, like now I'm not in the grind and hustle yeah. of undergrad, and so I try to like not be as strict as I was. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I definitely see a difference Mm -hmm. in my life from when I'm like going with the flow and like, I believe in going with the flow. Anybody who knows me, I love a life of luxury. Okay. I love a life of like doing nothing. Okay. Lenience. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think it it's it almost ebbs and flows like yeah. you know it comes and goes and you have to have those times of like going with the flow absolutely when life is not hectic but yeah. when life is hectic when we got goals and we got we gotta do what we, we have on to the do. grind yeah. we might go in the flu yeah I'm gonna do what I have to do and I'm gonna get it done and that's the thing that I have appreciated again about being intentional like. This has been something, clearly a trait that Ebony claims that I've had since high school. (laughs) So it's just like funny to, again, see me growing into that more now that I'm older. Like, great, now I'm going to be more intentional with my finances. I'm going to be more intentional with what do I want my education to look like in the future? What do I want my career to look like? I also think that being this intentional can also help you with just your creative aspects. Because, again, you're keeping track and progress of what you're doing. So say, for example, I want to edit a certain amount of books this year, like, I'm writing down all of those check marks for myself. And then at the end of the year, I can look back and say, wow, like I really accomplished all of this because I was intentionally setting my day up to be good every yeah. single day. Literally. Yeah. Do you ever feel anxious? Like when you're trying to be intentional versus like letting life just happen? Like, do you ever kind of ha- feel overwhelmed? When you're like, okay, I want this to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, so I need to be intentional on what I'm doing in order for this to happen. Crazy enough, I don't think I necessarily feel, um, I don't necessarily feel overwhelmed when I have to do that. I feel, I more so feel overwhelmed if like I look at the to-do list and it's just too many things. (laughs) Like that's when I'm like, okay, hold on. Something like, what is the most important? If anything, I feel overwhelmed when I don't like write out everything that I have to do. Like I kind of get into a freak mode again. Like, oh snap, like, what did I forget to do? Like, what do I have to da da da? But yeah, like I would say, I get I get overwhelmed when it's just like too many things, and then I'm just sitting here like, well, how am I realistically gonna tackle this? You know, especially yeah. when you don't. I think again, timing goes very. It's very important for me because if I'm about to put down, I'm about to edit five chapters, and I gotta work from eight thirty to five thirty, and I gotta do work with my nonprofit. What's, what's gonna get done <laughs> not clearly not them five chapters because that's client work that can get done as it goes like right. but I gotta go to work every single day so again it just really like I think it depends on who you are as a person but me specifically since I am so structured like I get overwhelmed when I'm not structured yeah yeah um I think I think that I get overwhelmed I think that I feel better when mm. I have a plan when I have a plan and I'm like or I Honestly, I enjoy planning stuff. Me too. That's that it's may fun. sound very like nerdy, but no, like it's fun. When I have a goal, I'm like, 
bit. Let me see how I'm about to work this out. And yeah. it's, it's literally almost like a puzzle yeah. in my head. Putting like, how I'm going to get, how am I going to achieve this? How am I going to mm. get all this done? And so I really do actually enjoy that. Yeah. Um, But I will say that I have been anxious when things have to shift. Mm. I'm not the best at adapting to change, okay. right? And so, like, if this is my plan, my to-do list is A, B, C, and I something happens and I only did A today, yeah. and now I have to, I'm I'm not that good at the shift, okay? Look, I be like, push it, you gotta, <laughs> this means when I don't get something done that day, I make a little arrow and push, <laughs> push it to the next day. day. Yeah, and like, you have to, and so that's something that I learned, like, you have to take it one day at a time. Yeah. But I do um, understand when people say, you know, that I got, you know, they get anxious when they have, when they see a to-do list or it's too too much. I was going to say, though, too, like, it's just so funny thinking about that because it's like, I don't know. It kind of makes me think like, well, where is this like anxiousness really coming from? Yeah. Like, cause at the end of the day, if something don't get done today, like it's, it's going to get done. Like, look what they say. If I don't do it, God will. Okay. It'll get done. So it's just God like, you know, not doing that paper for you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. But the spirit of them lives within okay. me to do the paper. Okay. Um, but yeah, like you just have to really sit. I don't know. It was something you. It was something that you honed in on. It. I was really like, oh, like wow, like because it's like you really have to sit and think, like you know, especially when you're working towards a bigger goal. It is. It's not nerdy to say like I had like seeing that process. It's beautiful because this even when you think about small stuff like submitting an application. You have to do X, Y, and Z to submit that. You got to add those documents to it. You got to actually fill out the app. You have to like prep yourself, whatever. I think that's a beautiful thing because then once you get that thing, you're like, oh, snap. It really didn't take that much like work necessarily. I just had to do it and put that time into it. Yeah. And yeah. breaking things up into, I will say Helps. that breaking things up and like planning this for this day, you know, kind of doing that type of thing really does help. And again, like one thing that I'm really like making a priority about the mood calendar is having that space of like intentionally thinking about what what do you want to do today? What right. is your goals? What right. are we prioritizing today? Right. And then if something doesn't happen today, because when you try to do too much in mm-hmm. one day, you you do nothing. You get nothing done. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Accomplished. And you're stressed out yep. and nothing's done. Yep. You're, like the rent is due. The rent is due, sweetheart. Shambles. <laughs> and so <laughs> like really I'm limiting the space so yeah. that people can only put a small number of things that they want to accomplish. But I think that it also is helpful and it and it also can improve your mood to see these three things or these four things that I'm prioritizing. Okay, did I accomplish them? If I didn't, how can I do that the next day? Right. And like not and kind of let go of that anxiousness. Yeah. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. So the last question, well, hopefully, because I keep coming up with more questions <laughs> as we talk, um, is how do you handle disappointment when being intentional? And I think this question is so, so important because one thing that we didn't talk about yet mm-hmm. is that once when you put all of this effort, when you put all of this, you know, mm-hmm. intentions to one thing and when it doesn't work out, it almost feels more painful or yeah. more it more disappointing yeah like then right yeah. then you being like oh i wanted it but like yeah, no, you know i didn't you put sad. that much Girl, effort i be crying <laughs> i think like okay so we're not gonna name the university it's gonna be the university that shall not be named but um sure. when i was at that university they kept reminding us to be open and flexible open and flexible like and that was more so something that they taught us when we were um going on these volunteer trips but like Literally, like now in my mind, I just cons- I take everything as be open and flexible. If stuff like don't go the way you plan, of course you may want to cry. Like, yeah, I'm a cry. I'm a crier because I like when I have to let it out, I just have to cry. I'm either mad or sad. I'm just gonna cry. So if something like if I get disappointed by something, I'm gonna let ho- out however I feel. But then I'm just like be open and flexible. That clearly was something that was not supposed to happen for you. Like and. 
I think like now that I experience rejection more, it kind of be feeling good. Like, hey, you know, like this is just the opportunity that I didn't need to do. But at least I put my name in there and tried. You know what I'm saying? Like at least I actually put put a step forward and made a move to see what the possibility could have been. But that disappointment, it, it hurts. It really does hurt because you really just will sit there and sulk and be like, dang. Like, and that could be for a relationship you put energy into. That could be for a job you apply for, a school, whatever. Like, anything. It could really hurt. But, like, just don't take it personally. It's, it's hard to say. It's, like, easier said than done. But just try not to take it personally. Because at the end of the day, it just wasn't meant for you. Or it wasn't meant for you at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... Delayed, not deferred. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that for me, what comes to mind is like giving, extending yourself grace and giving yourself the space to feel the disappointment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that like a super big buzzword, which technically is being used wrong. Okay. But we're not going to get into it. What's the buzzword? Is manifestation, right? Everybody want to... We manifesting, okay. No, we manifesting All right. nothing than evil. <laughs> Chakras. Oh my God. Okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, people have bought into this idea of, like, oh, I'm manifesting this life that I want, and I'm manifesting the, the car, the job, yeah. the relationship, the yeah. kids, yeah. all this stuff. And what you don't, what they don't understand, one is how, or the actual definition of manifestation, but you know, read, you know, read up on it. (laughs) I can't do it for you. Um, but also the other side of that is the disappointment and the trials and tribulations to get what you want. And not only to get what you want, but to sustain it, right? There's one thing to, you know, you can want, want, want. I want, want, want to get into this school. I want to get into school. I want to, you know, this is what I want to do. But if I'm not in the right mindset, if I'm not prepared, if I don't have the tools that I need, I can quickly find myself, you know, struggling in class. Or I can quickly Mm -hmm. find myself feeling overwhelmed because I, I wasn't, given the tools I needed and I then talked myself into thinking that Mm -hmm. I manifested my way here Mm -hmm. and that's not really the truth you know what I'm saying and so really I think that it's important for us to take a step back and like let go of this whole oh I'm in I'm manifesting I'm gonna just keep saying it and it's gonna happen right like I believe that you know you have to it's important to have affirmations. It's important yes. to be intentional and write down and, yeah. and speak about the things that you want. But know that that is not going to do it all. at all. You, you, like, you manifestation is half. That's literally half, maybe a quarter <laughs> of what you actually have to do. Because like I don't know. Like I've I've been lately saying so funny. Like I just like I'm getting a Tesla. But okay, I think also with me though, I do be saying. Like, when I want something, everybody know I want it because I'm going to say it repeatedly to multiple people. So, I'm going to get that Tesla. Mark my words. When I come back on the 100th episode of this podcast, I'll have a Tesla. But people will be like, I want a Tesla. I want a Tesla. I want a Tesla. Okay. How much How much does Tesla cost? Number one. Number two, am I about to get that this year next year? Absolutely not. Like, I know that's not going to happen right now. But it's like, I know what I need to do to set myself up to the point so that I can get that. Some people, like, they do a halfway manifestation. They say, like, I want all these things. And they just don't do no work. Like, if you're yeah. not, if you put, the, if you only half ass to put the effort in to get to the first step, you, you're literally setting yourself up for failure. You're quite <laughs> you're, literally doing affirmations, not manifestations. Not manifestations. You're just <laughs> saying things you're and you're just, not actually you're, doing the you're work. You're just like, speaking it. Yeah, you're just speaking it and that doesn't do anything. Like, you know, all of, all of that comes with work and effort and persistence and, like, determination. I mean, for me, faith. Like, it comes with all these other things and I just, like, one thing that I hope that as you know, more people, like, as humanity continues to grow, I just hope and pray that we don't get to a point where we're like, you know, you work hard and then you just get the, you do the bare minimum. No, we need to keep working hard to make sure, like, we can keep intentionally getting the things that we want to set ourselves up for. Don't just, just don't half-ass. You know, that's my, that's my thing. I don't like a half-asser. Yeah. I don't like that. And, like, just for, you know, when you really are working towards something, you Mm -hmm. really have 
you know, you're you're doing all that you can. You're putting your effort. You're yeah. being intentional on getting a goal. Yeah. And for it to not really work out the way that it you wanted it to, that's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And anyone that is a human, <laughs> you know, being with feelings can acknowledge that, you know, sometimes things don't work out the way that we want them to exactly. work out. There's there's no one in this world that's living without disappointment, mm-hmm. without, you know, that's just not how yeah. life works. And so, again, just thinking about letting yourself, allow yourself to feel that and allow yourself to to really sit with it mm-hmm. because, Honestly, what I found is that there's lessons in the disappointment. Yep. You know, like I, you have to figure out what it is, what, you know, if you're a person of faith, what it is God is trying to teach you, what is God trying to show you, um, why did this not work out the way that I want it to work out? And so for me, that's where my faith really taps in because Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, God's plan for me is better than anything that I can imagine, right? And so when things don't work out for me or things don't work out how I want them to, I just say my my affirmation, right, is then, okay, I know that there's better on the other side of this and I have to, you know, I have to figure that out. I got to get to that point. It's still a journey. I'm still moving. Mm -hmm. I'm still evolving. Yeah. But there is there is glory on the other side it of this and it's is. better than what i originally wanted mm-hmm. right because i don't believe that god wouldn't give me you know i'm a self declared god's favorite but <laughs> i don't i would i don't believe that god wouldn't give me something that was for me and that i wanted that is, it doesn't make any sense why would god keep something away from me that right. i want yeah and that is good for me yeah so there has to be a lesson there has to be a different direction and it can be even with like school you mm. know or even like sometimes you have to sit and you have to learn and you need more you know experience Mm -hmm. not even in just in school and life sometimes you need life experiences so that when you go to your next situation or you're in the next chapter of your life or you're approaching this goal again and it's time to retry yeah you're a different person yeah yeah you're hitting around i mean like it's just funny like hearing this because I, we were, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we were just, again, talking about the school that shall not be named. <laughs> and I was just explaining, like, how, you know, she's kind of asking, like, why do y'all, like, love that school so much and y'all went through all these things? And I was just like, at the end of the day, like, I wanted to go to that school so badly. I'm not going to say I didn't care what happened, but I more so, like, took those lessons as, like, I would never let any of these things happen to me again. And I would never, and I will let, you know, these situations come about. And it just showed me how to maneuver in life and now in my workspace. You know, that's not to say that those things should have happened. Yeah, I'm never going to condone like that that should have happened. But I'm actually glad all that happened because I can, like, once I got to the next school, I was like, okay, y'all not about to play me because that's what they did at the last institution. (laughs) And I know how to maneuver around this, right? So it's like, all of that grit, all of that like intentionality, all those things like really feed into the person that you are becoming and who like your future self will be. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, would you, okay, this is for real, the last question for this <laughs> Um, Would you say that it is worth being intentional always despite, you know, the downs of it, the sometimes being disappointed, the the trials and yeah. the pain and yeah. you know, the the negative yeah. of it. Um I I think I would say yes. I think that it's worth it. I think that like I have been able to really come across some, um, like, when I say amazing people, because I've intentionally, like, loved on them, we both poured into each other, like, it's just, it's exposed me to, like, way more people who I could, you know, be dependent, like, depend on, but also, like, they can depend on me. And it's also just exposed me to the opportunities in life, like, I just think that when you go about doing things intentionally, people will see that about you and they'll recognize that and they'll give you the praise and they'll give you the recognition that you deserve. So it's just like, it's, 
it's a beautiful feeling. Like, especially when you know you're working your ass off. Like, say, for example, y'all, the other day, I was like, I'm working my ass off at this job. And I am. And they recognized that to me, like, today. And that just felt really good because I was so thrown off guard. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? I didn't expect this. But that's a good feeling because they know that I'm doing it. And they know it's genuine. I think that a lot of people, like... Because we didn't really go into it today, but people do things intentionally bad, like bad intentional things. And so when people see you do good things intentionally, they're like, oh, she's a genuine person. That's somebody I could trust. Like, that's somebody that I want to keep around me and in my circle, like, for a lifetime. And that's a good feeling to know and have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, of course, think that it is worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just very, I'm intentional about my space yeah i'm a i'm intentional about my like who's around me yeah um again god's favorite can't you know i can't be out here doing stuff yeah like you know i just i can't i can't do it can't do it it's not worth the risk right um and so i think that I kind of live intentional even when Mm -hmm. I'm trying when I'm not Not, yeah but it's it's more so because I'm particular I'm a very particular person I want things to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and so in order for me to have that um you know I have to be intentional and I think also that people who may not know me Mm -hmm. but like they're they're like getting to know me or they like seen me they recognize you know kind of the standards and Mm -hmm. the and the requirements and you know that I hold to be in my space yeah um and so I think that like me being intentional will always be worth the disappointment it will always be worth you know the sad the Mm -hmm. struggle um because it Honestly, it's just who I am. I'm naturally yeah. a very um, intentional person, right? Yeah. And I had to learn. And, like, you taught me how to be intentional about my goals. I wish y'all could see me right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> you taught me how to be intentional about my goals. But I've always been very intentional about, you know, my spaces right. mm-hmm. and my environment. Yeah. Um. And so, yes, I think that it is absolutely worth it. I think that you can't complain about stuff that you didn't. It like if you didn't put forth an effort to yeah. to not even change, but to cultivate that environment, yeah. right? You really can't complain. And I'm a complainer, okay? So like, I'm going to put in a hundred and ten percent effort because mm-hmm. when it doesn't go my way i'm like nah nah i work my nah, ass bro. off for this no nah, bro and i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry yeah <laughs> i'm gonna let it out but guess what i'm gonna recognize that i put that energy in to get something greater than me like yeah and i think that what you said real quick about being genuine mm-hmm. is so important mm-hmm. right because if you genuinely want something and in it doesn't work out, you have to know that that really was not for you. You know, that right there, that time, that it wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. And what is for you is better. Yeah. Like... Always, at the end of the day. It's always better. And it's like, you don't have to, like... We get in our heads so much. Like, at the end of the day, it's life. Like, life's gonna happen. Things are gonna be out of our control. But I think as long as you can, like have as much as control you can over the things you can. And I don't know. I think that genuine peace just goes like hand in hand with it. Cause when people see you genuinely doing things, like they will genuinely want to help you. Like they want to get you to the point that you want to get to too. So it's like, why not be intentional about what you want to do? Right? Like the universe is going to conspire to make sure you get there. God, family, friends, everybody. So, you know, just do your part. Yeah. Do your part. And so today, For my mindful moment, Mm -hmm. I just want to say that if you are not someone who is normally intentional, um, I would suggest that you try it. Just try it. Even if it's for one goal, you set one goal and you intentionally try. Like one day, every day during the week, you do one thing that contributes to you getting and achieving that goal. Mm-hmm. That is like a great exercise that yeah. just shows you what being intentional is like. Um, and if you are 
someone who is often intentional, um, I encourage you to continue to be intentional and really just ask yourself every day, if you can do it every day, once a week, like how has intentionality helped me? How has it improved my life this week? Mm-hmm. Um, and just write those things down so that you can see the progress that you are making. Um, I think that we both dropped really good jewels like we both said some really good things that that is very true and very Mm -hmm. helpful um and I just think I just want to encourage everyone to really put their best foot forward and like just try to give off that genuine um kind of energy right and see what happens just try it Right. Just try it. <laughs> Y'all heard me earlier. Just try it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> um, I want to thank you, Fatu, so much for joining me. Thanks. It's your girl. It's <laughs> your girl. Thanks, bestie. I had a great time. <laughs> See you guys next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. At Evolving Still, we believe that we all owe it to ourselves to evolve no matter where we are in life. And by focusing on emotional wellness, we give ourselves our best chance. Remember, Evolving Still is not a path, but a lifestyle.